Hello and welcome to therapy. So getting help in whatever way you want to interpret help as it, it can take a village, but I am learning each and every day that the responsibility still falls on the person in the mirror. And it is no different from drug addiction or any other challenge that we face that we have to first come to terms with ourselves before anybody else. And that is definitely the case when it comes to dealing with depression and anxiety. And I bring this up because I always, until recently, I interpreted getting help as when I was on that ledge, figuratively speaking, when I was on that ledge and ready to give up or ready to throw on the towel or however I perceived it. That's when, that's what I interpreted as, oh, get help before jumping, get help before wanting to not be here. And what I've, I've sort of changed that philosophy for myself in that getting help does not just mean getting help at its worst, but it's being mindful and self-aware of when things aren't the way that they should be or things are going in a wrong direction. And that has been the case recently. I've noticed instances where small things can really take me down. So there are things that I do to either soften, soften the flow, the, the, the fall or, um, and just learn how to go along with the flow of things. So for example, recently I had um, internet service set up and I didn't realize that they were coming into my place to set things up and they ended up coming into my room and my room was totally trash, I had a lot of garbage, um, enough to fill up a garbage bag and once I noticed, once I, I came home and I noticed that they had to enter my room in order to, to get their work done, I immediately started beating myself up. More so, um, and I've and I've talked about this with close friends, if it had been regular things in my room, just like clothes and underwear and shoes, whatever. I think that wouldn't have bothered me as much because those are the kind of things you expect in someone's room. But it was the fact that I had like open soda cans or um, just a random bag of wrappers of, of, of stuff I've eaten. Um, it was that stuff that kind of bothered me because 
and here, here I am. This is a total stranger, but I was still, it still bothered me that I think that it's more of a deeper thing. And there's a reason I'm talking about it. It bothered me that they saw who I was, that I associated the trash and the garbage as my so-called skeletons in my closet or, or, you know, whatever you want to, dirty laundry, no pun intended. I associated it with that. And the fact that someone I didn't know saw that other side, they didn't see, you know, the trash in a, in, in the bin where it should be, or they didn't see everything neat and they saw the real me. And so I, once again, I bring this up because it really, once I was able to strip down what was making me upset and by upset, I mean, uh, it really would have turned my weekend for the worst. I probably would have slept the whole weekend, um, would have definitely spiraled into something it need, didn't need to spiral into. And let's not, let's not be remiss of, of one thing that, that I'm, I'm also mindful of that I put myself in that position as well. It was me that left the trash out. It was me that, so there's also that element of that level of responsibility that I have to not even allow those circumstances to occur. But nonetheless, it did. And I had to really come to terms with why did this bother me so much? Why? And that's the thing that I can think of because it's a reoccurring feeling with mental illness as well. Why don't I share that I'm depressed or that I've struggled with depression with, why don't, why don't I have that comfort level? Because if they knew, maybe they wouldn't be friends with me. Maybe they would push me away, which is ironic because I already feel pushed away. Um, but that's the root of it. Not, it had nothing to do with my room being a mess. It was what that represented to me, that they saw the real me. I can't let people see the real me. That's not okay. That somehow who I am naturally, including, although, although depression, anxiety don't define me, they are part of me and I'm okay with owning that. They aren't who I am, but they are part of me. And the fact that I feel or don't feel that it's welcome. I don't think this feeling, let me also say that I don't think the way I'm feeling is unique to me or unique to mental illness. It could be the same thing with the physical illness or, dis or some other disability or, um, um, or whatever, whatever um, in your life that you just don't feel comfortable with sharing. But specifically with the mental illness i i i was able to step back and kind of see how those two things were related that it was more than just my room being trash it was that i associated that with me 
And why do I feel, number one, why do I associate the room being trashed with me? And number two, why am I not okay with people seeing the room being trashed? What is that thought process? And it's going to take, it's not going to, it's not something, you know, you figure out in one sitting, but the fact that I was able to take a moment and step back and go, why does this upset me? I know it upsets me. There's no doubt about the range of emotions that I have or don't have. But part of this podcast is to break down the why. Because if we can break down the the why, then it's a matter of, is that a rational or an irrational feeling? And then we can kind of go from there. But if I don't even ask that question of why, if I'm just content with, it makes me angry, I'm, I'm going to be angry. It makes me happy, I'm going to be happy. And just constantly flowing with the emotions, I'm never, ever going to really progress. Not, um, progress in my mental health and just in overall, overall well-being. So... Once I was able to identify the root cause of what was truly bothering me about them entering my room, then at that point, it was my responsibility, no one else's, no one's job to ask, what's wrong? How are you feeling? Everything okay? It was my responsibility at that point to use the tools that I have at my disposal and say, Hey, I need, I need help. Um, or I really need a way. What I mean by I need help often, I mean, I need a different way. I need, I need someone to provide a different perspective on this issue I'm having or this circumstance. I need a different perspective because right now I have tunnel vision and right now I'm internalizing a very, very, very small thing is triggering, that is triggering a very deep and embedded issue within me. A a cable guy, a roommate, anybody coming in and seeing trash all over is, and at a minimum embarrassing, of course, but it should not be debilitating. And if you're someone like me who has dealt with this and understands that debilitating feeling why does something so small spiral into something so big i'll speak for myself when i say it's usually because it's deeply rooted this isn't the first time where something i this is a this was a positive moment because i was able to turn it around and i immediately reached out for help and um a lot of uh friends and even even online just in general we're able to provide a, a more lighthearted perspective and turn it into a funnier moment um and help me move past it but um i think that i think that's extremely important i think it's extremely important to understand that this was just a small event that triggered a very deep rooted issue that needed to be addressed. And I think the only reason, in addition to the lightheartedness and the funniness from friends, the only reason 
I was able to turn this around was because I acknowledged and I accepted the deep rootedness of my feelings and I'd separated it from the actual event. Yes, it was embarrassing. This, you know, cable guy or whatever came in and saw my place trashed. Yes, it was embarrassing, but it was a moment and it has nothing I, I I can't continue to make that association and make it so much deeper than it is. So much deeper than it is. I think about, I can't think of one specific issue, but if you're someone who has dealt at any point in your life with depression, especially, this will probably make sense, but... um. I can't think of one in particular, but silly things like, you know, if my order was wrong at a restaurant, I would internalize that. Or, um, I don't know, if, if I left the car window open and it rained, I would internalize that. And it would be more than just that moment, especially, um, perfect example would be, um, any car issues I've had. It suddenly changes the entire day entire day for the worst when in fact it's just one small obstacle there to hop over and so I just I just wanted to make sure I discuss this and and anyone else finding themselves getting pulled in deeper and deeper into something let it be what it is let it be what it is and so this is definitely not the last time um, I will speak about this. I'll actually elaborate a little bit more um, in in a different episode, but I did want to speak about this at least. So that is all. As always, thank you for listening. <laughs>